Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. May the 4th be with you because it's with us today. It's Guys of a Certain Age recording on May the 4th. Robbie Kubelins in studio alongside Art Shirley. And we don't know where Jay is. Do you know where Jay is? We don't know. We have no idea. He, I think he probably told us. He probably did. I mean, is he playing a Christopher Cross and riding like the wind? Yes. Trying to get to the border yes. of Mexico? Breaking like the wind is what he's doing. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, Mrs. Mrs. Reed, Reed. and oh. all our listeners at sea. Yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. Well, you guys had fun with uh, with Tarzan last week. Yeah, we did. Had a good time with uh, Tracy. Joined us. Um, hey, you'll have to, uh, like I said, he's in Starfield from time to time, and and maybe next time he's here, we can have him in the studio, and and all three of us. So you guys talked in. about uh, Bookmark downtown, I believe. Yep, yep. He talked about Bookmark. He he grew up here, so he had a lot of experiences. And they, he and Jay knew a lot of the same folks. Of course uh, they did. Yeah. So uh, so that was good. But yeah, he uh, you know uh, talked about Tarzan and John Carter and Edgar Rice Burroughs and and Bookmark. And Bookmark. <laughs> yeah. And people that he and Jay knew. That's right. Yeah. So it was a good time. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Sorry I couldn't be there for that. So uh, I'm back out of quarantine. Yeah. Actually, don't tell anybody I really didn't have COVID. I just got away for a week. That's kind of what I thought. No, no, no. I know you didn't, but I, yeah, I, I, I did yeah. I did tell uh, your wife, who I work with for the listeners that don't know, I said, are we sure he's really sick? You know? I tell you what, I needed I needed some time You're away. Probably just yeah, worn out. If yeah, else. just exhausted. Vegas, one night in Vegas will make a hard man humble. <laughs> that sounds almost like a song. Yeah, yeah. Chess, Murray Head. Yeah, yeah. Or one that was the name Bangkok. of the album. One night in Bangkok. Bangkok is the single. Yeah, from the album Chess, Chess by Murray Head. By Murray Head, which was written. Who wrote that? Was, oh, um, that's a rock opera. Yeah. Did Don? No, Donald Fagan didn't write that. Did he? I don't know, but it's somebody that. We should probably look it up at some point, but we won't. We won't. We won't. Well, let's jump. Well, maybe we'll save it for a trivia question, <laughs> huh? There we go. Yeah. There we go. I think guys of a certain age are going to be coming to a wine bar near us doing trivia very soon. We're trying to work not out those near, details. Not near you, depending yeah. on where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, George. Unless, George, you would come down to. George is actually in the state of Mississippi as we speak. George Abodge, frequent guest of the show. Why is he not here with us doing a show? He's in Oxford and heading to Leland shortly. Bless but yeah, uh, we need to have him down to do a show. Yeah. He's going to be here off and on uh, over the summer. Yeah, that'd be a lot of yeah. fun. Well, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. What do you have, Mr. Okay, Shirley? mine is about DC Comics. Mad, uh, first of that. all, I did decide to go ahead and, and, and stay with my subscription to DC Universe. I, I really thought War, about... Warner Brothers appreciate you doing Yeah, they that, do. But. Yeah, I'm sure I'm what's keeping the, the boat afloat right now. Um, but uh, decided to do that. But Jim Lee uh, has oh. recently been promoted to the president, publisher, and chief creative officer. Uh, Jim Lee has been a, an a artist uh, for a while. He wrote, edited, published all that for DC Comics. He worked for Marvel for a while, too, kind of uh, really put some life into the X-Men comics, especially when the variant cover thing was real oh, big in the 90s. X-Men or, gold, X-Men yeah, blue, yeah, all yeah. the covers. So he was behind that, moved over to uh, to uh, DC. Started with, um, was it Image Comics that he started I with? I believe so. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, so he, he's like the guy now, as Did, far as the comic book world goes. And they're all out in LA now instead of New York. Didn't Jim Lee, did he draw Spider-Man? 
Uh, I'm sure. I don't know that he ever did on a regular basis. I don't remember. X-Men's all I remember him doing for Marvel. He's done Batman, uh, did some Superman stuff, uh, but... He may, probably, I'm sure he's drawn some Spider-Man. Too. Well, I remember, I think it was Jim Lee who drew Spider-Man and Batman. And if you looked at both of their poses, they'd look Almost identical. Almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Except, yeah. you know, Spider-Man just had a bunch of web behind him yeah. in yeah. his in his pose, where Batman had the big old cape. Now, it's not McFarlane, though, right? I don't think it was McFarlane. Okay. It could have been McFarlane. Yeah. It may have been McFarlane. Yeah. Who did Spawn. Yeah. 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 I get those two mixed up. Sorry. Oh, McFarlane and Jim Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim Lee, you know, we've talked about house styles before with Neil Adams. Yeah. And Jim Lee kind of uh, set a house style for um, for Marvel, I think. A lot of the, any of the X books, they tried to kind of yeah. have some an artist that had a similar style to what Jim Lee was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So now he's, we'll see what that, that means. Uh, he's leading the creative team uh, at the world famous comic book company. So we'll see. Which but, one is uh, that? That's DC. Uh, DC. <laughs> yeah, actually. Did you, uh, speaking of DC, did you see the comments that James Gunn made in relation to uh, X-Men? I mean, not X-Men. Guardians uh, or uh, uh, Suicide Squad? Justice League and I'll Avengers. Get I'll yeah. get there for a minute. Justice League and Avengers. No, what did he say? He said, we're not ready now. We have a lot of movies to do in the DC universe. But he said he could see in 10 years a Justice League Avengers crossover. Wow. Movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So who would be, I guess that would be. Probably a, another completely different iteration of the Avengers from what we're seeing now. Well, ten years, I guess they could still be. It could be all AI generated. At yeah, this point. that's right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of AI generation. Yeah. Speaking of AI, we should do a show on AI generation. We should just have AI generate the show. We should. It'd probably be more entertaining. <laughs> but you, as as we're talking, um, forty eight hours ago, the Writers Guild of America went on strike. Right. And one of the sticking points for a WGA in their negotiation with the Producers Guild is they want to have a say-so on how AI is used in script creation. Ah. And apparently the producers have no interest in including that in any negotiations. Wow. Which makes the writers very upset because if a producer comes in and has an AI-generated script that they own, then they could just, you know, give it to a writer to to do some changes as opposed to getting an original byline right yeah yeah you know so they could just be script doctors and not that's right writers anymore well and and, you know in the last time this happened this was uh 15 years ago so it'd been what oh eight oh yeah um and it went on for 100 days so all um all light night shows, which are basically filmed day of, yeah. are on you know indefinite hiatus right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no Saturday Night Live, um, you know, and shows that are in the middle of production are being hurt right now. Right. If you recall, the writers' strike in oh nine, oh eight, oh nine is what essentially killed Heroes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It just it absolutely kind of hit right as it was, you know. Yeah. At the peak of what it was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it never recovered. It really didn't. Yeah. And, and uh, Battlestar Galactica was, I think they were maybe right at finished. Yeah. It seemed it, like they had to have a shorter season. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not the last season, but the next to last season yeah. or something. They yeah. were, I remember them being affected by the, it. But there's all kinds of demands there. They mm-hmm. want a minimum writer's room. They want a minimum of folks in. They want more residuals from streaming because, you know, the way as a writer, you'd get your upfront fees, as I understand. Yeah. But you would also get residuals from broadcast. Yeah. And that's why it was great to be on a a longer show that could end up being an indefinite syndication. That was all predicated upon streaming and 
and broadcast rights mm-hmm. as opposed I mean not streaming but broadcasting cable rights for repeats in syndication yeah. as opposed to you know infinite plays on a streaming platform right so it's hmm. what what has happened with Spotify and Pandora with the music industry is catching up with, with the, the streaming industry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that makes so, I can see that it's it's a fascinating it's a fascinating subject and there's no really there's no easy answers right um you know I, I don't know which mm-hmm. side I'm kind of on but it it's, it's hard not to to side with the creatives, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. the versus the suits, yeah. Well, and I <laughs> but think, I mean, I understand that you know both parties probably have legitimate concerns, you know. Well, and I think part of the part of the overall problem we've talked about it on this show is the race to the bottom at times for uh, streaming prices. Yeah. You know, everybody's had to keep their their prices artificially low to gain market share, and then they start to to jack them up, and mm-hmm. they end up losing market share. Yeah. So there's really not there's not an equitable situation out there because if you you know as far as streaming is concerned, because if you look at the traditional broadcast cable model. For the broadcast model, uh, individual owners of TV stations built the infrastructure and were able to sell part of the inventory to recoup the cost of that infrastructure. So that's why WCBI in, in Columbus or WAPT in Jackson or WLOX on the Gulf Coast, they had folks who, whether corporations or individual owners, who built the studio, built the transmitter, built the infrastructure to get the, 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 the things out there right. over the air. So you've got the infrastructure in place. In a streaming world, it's a whole different the 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 studio the over not the studio but the the entity bears the cost of the infrastructure mm-hmm. and you know buying the bandwidth for for streaming right so it's it's very yeah it's a different model altogether it really is and I don't think anybody's figured it out no so. it's too it's still too new yeah but uh, yeah so um, but that's not my geek uh, okay yeah <laughs> but. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, you said it lasted 100 days 15 years ago. Uh, They're afraid, you know, that it may, we've talked about it, the the shows that would affect it, but also probably affect some of the the movies that are are in the production phase where the writing is is going on. Remember, they've mentioned... um, uh, one of the James Bond movies was was uh, affected by it, and they pretty much had to start without a script, you know. But um, so this is it never hurts us. I was gonna say, <laughs> we could be examples to these folks of uh, you know yeah, how to produce a successful podcast without any pre planning. Excuse me, how to produce a podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot about that without yeah, any pre planning. Right. Successful to us. You know, there's such a huge appetite for new content. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to see where people's attention spans right. go when right. they can't consume new content. Yeah. So um, I know I know shows like Succession are they're probably very very uh-huh. happy that they are done wrapped. And oh they yeah. Don't have a new season coming out. Yeah. So, no kidding. You know, have you watched Succession? Uh, yet? You, it's one that you mentioned to me it, it, every other week or so, but not every other no, week. Just, every uh, other month. Maybe. Every other month. Every other month. And I should watch it. I heard good things about it. But. Have you started on Mrs. Maisel? The no, we watched the first two or three seasons of Mrs. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and liked it, really liked it, and it just stopped for some reason. I don't know what it was, but we need to pick that back up. This season's hilarious. This is, how many seasons has it This had? is the fifth and final. Okay. So, yeah, I think we only have, we may have, we may have only watched two, but um, we may pick it back. We may yeah. just start back over on it yeah. again. Yeah, because right, I forget about that too. But we really liked it, and we loved all the folks that are in it. Even oh. the folks, the folks we knew, or the folks we were introduced yeah. to through the show. Rachel Brosnan is just yeah, she's amazing. great. But you know, absolutely amazing. So, but 
that wasn't my geek either. My geek, <laughs> if we're done with talking DC, that led off to, you know, yeah, everything. Yeah, is that what we started with? Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably should write this down. Yeah, you probably should because you're writing the episode That's Descript. Right. Uh, right. two, I'm going to have AI write this. <laughs> you probably should. I probably should, yeah. Uh, two days ago, as we record this, the new Dune trailer dropped. Oh, yeah. Looks absolutely incredible. Cannot wait for Dune. I think it's uh, November 3rd. This is Dune Part 2. And it looks like they got everything right. Now, did you you watch the first, you watched part one of Dune, right? Yes. And, and you, you enjoyed it. No, I did not. Did you not? I did not, no. Really? Uh, we, we, we got through with it. Will, uh, Becky and I watched it, and we thought, whoa, this was <laughs> two hours, two and a half hours, three hours, whatever, we won't get back of our lives. What? Um, Have you read the books, though? Yeah. Okay, all right. I've read Dune, yeah. and I think I started the one of the other ones and never yeah, read it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I read it, and of course, I've watched the original one. I mean, the original movie. Um, uh, I did not watch the sci-fi series that they yeah. made, it, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, we just yeah, it just didn't click for us. Really? Yeah. Really oh didn't. wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to the second one. Yeah, and that's what I know people people are. But I did see either Babylon B or the Onion One had a thing. It's a new Dune trailer released. Uh, Dune 2 trailer released. Looks like you'll be falling asleep 30 minutes in it as you did with the first one. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I did not fall asleep at all. I was I was wide awake for that one. Um, so speaking of the uh, uh, Lady Jessica from Dune, I cannot remember the actress who plays her. Isn't it Dune Sarandon? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's Rebecca Ferguson. Susan yeah. Sarandon from the original one. Boy, yeah. Oh, Wayback Machine. Wow, you did do the Wayback yeah. Machine. So, uh, the day after we record this, Silo drops on Apple TV. Yes. With, yeah. Which is, this is May 4th, by the way. Happy yeah. Star Wars yeah. Day. So. I started off with that. Yeah. That was the cold open. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> now, it's been, a, you know, an hour and a half since we started talking. So. That's right. That's right. So, um, so, I'm so, not actually here. I'm a generated. <laughs> this is an AI, AI generated. This voice. is an AI generated art. So uh, art, uh, art intelligence, art intelligence, yeah. AI. There you go. Um, but Silo starts tomorrow. As yeah, we I'm really looking forward to that. It looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Um, Tim Robbins looks a little creepy in it, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's take a break. We're going to jump to the second half. Being May the fourth, we're going to talk Star Wars. We oh, is it May the fourth? Yeah. Is it May the 4th? Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Back in your uh, back in your code AI. Uh, we're going to talk what we hope to see in a Mandalorian movie and just some of the announcements that Star Wars has come out with the Lucasfilm Empire. Uh, but we're not going to review the Mandalorian because because Jay's not here. This is not the way. <laughs> we'll see you back. And we're back without Jay. We're going to talk some Star Wars stuff. So, there's been a variety of things that have popped Star Wars-wise yes. over the past couple of weeks. So, and I think we've talked about how uh, the, the next Star Wars movie is 20 Years in the Future with uh, Daisy Ridley as Rey right. again. Yeah. Um, and, and John Boyega is is tentatively signed. Or no, they're, talk, they're, they're wondering if he's going to join. Yeah, yeah, I think they're in discussions. Nobody's yeah. saying anything about uh, Poe if, no. if Dameron Poe's going to make it back. They haven't said. He may have died off camera by the time it goes, and yeah. they both have. Who knows? But yeah, uh, yeah. I'd like. I, I would love for them to get John Boyega. I'd like for them to get all three of them back, but John Boyega especially, so they could probably you know treat him a little better than they did in the yeah. sequels. Well, one of the things I saw was uh, there was uh, who is it? Damon Lindoff. Yes. Um, who show ran uh, the Leftovers and the Watchmen series on yeah. HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Um, he opened up. You know, he was. He was in contract talk, or he was uh, 
prepping a, a Star Wars movie. Okay. And um, basically, he was fired, is what he said. Yeah. And it came out that his movie was going to be set, you know, 20 odd years in the future, but no Daisy Ridley. So no Ray, a whole new cast, wow. as I understand. Yeah, that's. Uh... And so he was asked to leave the franchise. So. Um, he was shunned the door. He was shunned as it was. Uh-huh. So, and I found that pretty interesting that that Lucasfilm's going to come back around and bring Ray back. Yeah, and uh, man, I just I just hope it's more original. Yeah, it's got to be. But I I do think that the success of what Disney Plus has done with the the series, you know, yeah, uh, Andor and Mandalorian especially, um, have have shown that you can do something original. They don't they can take Ray and give her more of an original story as opposed to kind of putting her in another hero's journey similar to what yeah. Luke went through. Yeah. So, so who's going to be her uh, her foil, you know, is going to be the question. I don't know. Do you think it'll be somebody we've seen in one of these shows? It might, I, well, might I turn mean, up if it's 20 years. I, I get the timelines. I have a hard time remembering where we are timeline-wise. I guess it would have to be somebody from The Mandalorian. Yeah, thing, yeah. You know? So, But Ahsoka, I think, is going to bring a lot of things together. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the same time period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all in The Mandalorian yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about it before. I would highly recommend that you watch Rebels, right? You watch Ahsoka, yeah. Um, but Ahsoka is going to bring Thrawn back. Yeah. I cannot wait to see uh, Miles Mikkelsen. Yeah. M- M- yeah, thank yeah. you. In the blue makeup, yeah. So um, we haven't seen anything of that, right? We've seen the back of his head. We see the back of his head, yeah. and at Disney at, at uh, Disney celebration, D twenty three. Yeah, that happened over in okay. London. They showed him to the audience. Yeah. Okay. In in blue makeup, okay. and apparently they just went nuts. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, there's been speculation that the Mandalorian movie will follow some of the elements of Heir to the Empire from from Tim. That's what on, I've seen that too. Yeah, which would be the great. Mandalorian movie, which you know, it's the as we said, the series we're not recapping yet, but the series pretty much is wrapped up. I mean, yeah. I felt that felt like a series finale, and I yeah. think that uh, unless unless they need to go back and finish some running, yeah, you know. But um, yeah, so the, I think the future of that is is. One or more Mandalorian movies. Yeah, or the Mandoverse, as they call it. Mandoverse, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is taking place, I mean, essentially, what, five years, four years after Jedi. Yeah. And, you know, so you've got that, that 15, 20-year mm-hmm. interim period between Jedi and Force Awakens yeah. that we don't know a whole lot about. Right. So... I mean, or, you know, we've got the whole Imperial remnant. You've yeah. got, you've I got mean, the they've clones. done a great job with that of creating a world that they can they can start making stories in, be yeah. they movies or be they you know other series or whatever. You've got the whole Mandalorian colony, or now that they've you know going back to you know the their home world again, Mandalore, Mandalore, yeah, where the Mythosaur with lives. the Mythosaur, yeah, yeah, that's right. So my question to you is: Would you prefer a movie to wrap it up, or do you want more series? I really, I you know, I'd like the series. I think the series are good. I I don't mind the idea of seeing, uh, like, uh, a, almost a self-contained Mandalor Mandalorian, uh, you know, Din Djarin and Grogu adventure. You know, say that because you know, they've kind of set that up. He's going to be a bounty hunter who's very selective about what he does, and you've got something. And I think it could be a self-contained movie. It, you know, they may be threaded together if they do three, but the story could start and end there, and you've got this 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 you know self-contained 
adventure that they go on. So here's the setup. It's uh, it's Dinjarin and his son. The show is called Mando and Son. They've got their own junkyard, and people come to them to get parts. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. How great would that be? Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, Mando and Son. And then you could have, uh, what's the, the robot guy that they've got? He could be Grady. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, hilarious. It'd be so. funny. Well, but I do think, like I said, they've got they've got uh, characters. They've got characters we haven't seen yet that they could come back. Or no, we haven't we didn't see what happened to them. We've seen them. They could reintroduce them in there. So they've got this this whole you know group of of, of characters they could bring into a movie that I think would be good. What would be really cool, I think, is and we don't know how Ahsoka ends up, right? But you bring Ahsoka with. Disney with uh, with Daisy uh-huh. Ray with uh, with Ray with Daisy Ridley in that future universe, and then Ahsoka becomes almost a Yoda like character. Yeah, that'd be which cool. would be great. But they're probably going to. Who kill do you? You'd ask the question: Who do you want to see as the big bad in the the uh, Daisy, the Ray? I, I'm kind of tired of the Empire. Yeah, you know. I yeah, mean, we kind of need to see something different. I you know I would love to see some sort of 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 I was going to say Sith but you know but, I mean, but maybe something completely different that's yeah. going to try to fit into the vacuum that the empire's left because that's what you see I mean you see you you know in in geopolitics you you've got the the Germans that are the ba- you know the big bad forever and all of a sudden you know the Russians yeah. you know replace that thing so you could have something that's an equal uh equally powerful enemy but they're wholly new there's something that maybe we haven't seen that's on a different side of the you know universe or galaxy from what we've we've seen so far probably one of my favorite um one of my favorite star wars properties of all time is shadows of the empire Mm -hmm. and that was the underworld of the empire if you recall that that was set up kind of between uh around the time of of empire strikes back and who is the big bad in it? Let me see if I can find it real quick. And oh. I've read that I can't remember either, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. You've got somebody that, you know, probably was a friend of the Empire at one point, but, you know, was always playing both sides against the middle and then comes oh. out and does their own thing. Who was it? Prince Zizor, Zizor, X-I-Z-O-R. Mm-hmm. And you had Dash Rendar as the Han Solo, Luke Skywalker-esque character. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So. I think I think that would be good, and I think you could, you know, you could still bring in the force. But again, we've seen that you don't necessarily have to use all the the elements that that went into Star Wars before to tell a good Star Wars story. Well, you know, the the Star Wars version I'm really looking forward to is the Wes Anderson remake. Oh. <laughs> so, do you watch that trailer? I uh, have. Yeah, I'd seen it before you said it. Yeah, oh, that was little. AI created too, wasn't it? I thought it was fan created. Maybe it was. Yeah, okay. there's probably. I've seen, I've seen a lot of. Uh, I've seen something that Star Wars, if it were done as a '50s science fiction movie, that was all AI created. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Avengers thing too, if it was in the set in the '60s. Yeah. So but, Wes Anderson uh, with uh, who was it? Bill Murray as Darth Vader? Yeah. No, or was Bill uh, Murray's uh, Ch- Chewbacca? Oh no, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was em- uh, Emperor. Yeah, he was Palpatine. Yeah, he was Palpatine. Yeah, so. Yeah, that would be. Uh, was Scarlett Joe? Who was the uh, Scarlett Johansson, Johansson was Princess Leia? Leia. Yeah. yeah. 
Owen Wilson may have been Chewbacca. I think Owen Wilson was Chewbacca. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah. It was hilarious. Because he pulled people that Wes Anderson usually cast. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it real quick. So, um, And it's so, done in the 4-3 aspect ratio that Wes Anderson uses. So, so um, the guy who did it used a lot of AI to do the, the face mapping. Mm-hmm. So, But it looks just like something that Wes Anderson would do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's hilarious. Starring Even to down kind of the, the plot point is something that yeah. seems Wes Anderson-ish. Uh, Timothy Chalamet as Luke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson as Leia. Edward Norton as Han Solo. Bill Murray as Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's hilarious. Jeff Goldblum as the Emperor. William Defoe as Tarkin. Uh, Adrian Brody as Chewbacca. <laughs> Okay. Owen Wilson is Darth Vader. Oh no! See, I would swap those two. Uh, I would have made Adrian Brody Darth Vader. I mean, it just it yeah. looks just yeah. fabulous. But actually, some of that casting doesn't sound too bad. No, I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Although Bill Murray's already made his appearance in the Star Wars universe. Oh, good grief! <clears throat> just yeah, yeah. Again, we'll save that for the recap. We'll save that for the recap. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, what was what you enjoyed? I did enjoy that episode. You yeah. enjoyed that uh-huh. episode, but I I do agree. That uh, the cameos pulled you out of the episode. And did you like? Um, did you like Bill he Murray? He was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray was in that, right? Or are we thinking about uh, Quantumanium? Oh, I think we're thinking. I think Quantumanium. We're Quantumanium. Uh, they all run together. They really well. do. They really do. So. And I think we. I think what we did was we talked about how these cameos, you know, as seem cool on the surface but they really do kind of pull you out of the movie they do you know they absolutely so. do mm-hmm. so any other star wars universe thoughts uh like As- I'm a, i agree with you i'm very very excited for thrawn i think that uh i think that's going to be cool I'm looking forward to seeing ahsoka i think what we've seen of that so far looks good uh i'm wondering mandalorian uh do you think that they could continue the series say they take grogu and din Djarin into the movies yeah could they continue the series? Maybe it calls Mandalorians now. Sorry about that. Uh, and it's Bo-Katan and, and the colony of uh, the, are the those that are you know we've, we've seen already. Could you do something? Would that survive as a series? I think you could. You just yeah. make the the I lowercase. <laughs> yeah, just like chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you have them on on patrol. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was trying to do the theme song for that, but I can't. Well, I, can't. I don't remember the theme yeah. song to Chips. I was not a big Chips fan. Were you? I, you know, no. I mean, I, I I would watch it and I'd go, this is a pretty decent show, but I never. it was never must-see TV for me. You know, yeah. I probably watched an episode. The only episode I remember watching is one where, and I can't remember his name, the guy that played Frank Burns on MASH, Larry, I can't remember, not Melville. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. I anyway, he is this road rage guy. He has this metal plate that he can drop down release and and uh it would do a shower of sparks on the car behind him <laughs> and so he would drive slowly and you know try to get people to tailgate him and as soon as they started tailgating larry linville yeah as soon as they start as soon as they started tailgating he would drop this steel plate down and sparks would come up and they would you know i think it caused a wreck at some point so you know starskin hutch on motorcycle had to come i can't remember their names ha- uh ponch and uh God, what was the other guy's name? Oh, that was Eric Estrada. Yeah, Ponch was yeah that's what Stars Can Hutch did not do it was. But yeah. Eric Estrada and the other guy. And the other guy. Yeah. There's so many other guys from 70s yeah. and 80s yeah, sitcoms. that's that, true. You know, have you ever watched, have you ever seen the Planet of the Apes TV series? 
a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So that was like, what if we took Starsky and Hutch and put them in Planet of the Apes? I'm sure that was the pitch meeting for that. That probably was. Yeah. Speaking of which, and I'll make this real quick and then we can wrap this up. There's a documentary on uh, Planet of the Apes, the makeup and all that kind of stuff yeah. that's on one of the streaming channels, Netflix, I believe it is. Maybe it's Amazon Prime. Uh, Primate. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon but, uh, Primate. Amazon Primate. Yeah. Uh, really fascinating story, though. Yeah. Really, really interesting story. Uh, whether you're a fan of the Planet of the X movies or not. But. I love the first one. The other one's got a little derivative. I like the modern version more, I think. Than They're the really well done. And they talk about those. They talk yeah. about those. And they, they say that. They kind of said the first one, brilliant, you know, and then the other one's got to be kind of cash grabs, you know, yeah. because they never expected to be successful, got to be cash grabs. Now, the third one, I think, also is brilliant because they didn't have any money. So what they did was they, you know, they, if you remember that one, the... That was Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, bring him, they bring him to our modern day, so yeah. they didn't have to do sets. They just had yeah. to do costumes. So they really, I mean, it was, it's a brilliant idea yeah. in terms of That like, one's movie. not bad. It's a, it's a good story. Yeah. But those, but the rest of them, yeah. I mean, I love them all, nostalgically yeah. love them all. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're admittedly cash grabs. Is that, is that, that's Roddy McDowell's probably, I mean. I, I You know, other than, you know, when he was a kid and Lassie and. National Velvet and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah, I but mean that's, that's his deal. That's know? what he's known for. I think so. He's what I, I know him for. Yeah. yeah. So I can't remember anything else he was in as an adult. I mean, I can picture. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Once somebody mentioned something, we would go, "Oh yeah." But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah, other than Love Boat and Fantasy Island. <laughs> Boy, don't don't uh, over the hill actors miss those yeah. those avenues. Yeah. So. But even that one, we'll wrap it up with this. I watched parts of the Carol Burnett special. Oh which, yeah. You know, haven't seen the whole thing. I've just. Well, I can find off YouTube. I did not realize Carol Burnett was in the last season of Better Call Saul. I didn't either. I didn't watch that. I, I didn't either. I, I, I want to. I want to go back and watch it, but she was great what they showed of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet. So Vince Gilligan, she... Uh, that was funny. You saw those clips? No, I didn't, but I, she was on Jimmy Kimmel, and I saw that 15-minute clip, and she talked about how he... Uh, uh, she was a big fan of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and they had uh, dinner together. Yeah, and she told him like, I- "I'll just do a cameo, anything." And Bob, he's like, "Oh my goodness, Carol Burnett, yeah. we're writing her in." But Bob Odenkirk came in, was talking about that. He was the one that introduced that little series. Okay, and he said, Vince Gilligan, uh, he want he he had a note that said, "Kill Carol Burnett," and he goes. I'm not sure he was talking about the character. I think he wanted me to actually kill Carol Burnett. And she, he keeps looking at the camera. Yeah. I'm shrugging my shoulders like, yeah. well, you know, what are you going to do? But yeah. yeah, so it was good. It's amazing when you think she's 90 years old and still that active and, and doing stuff. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize she grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, I didn't either. She went to Hollywood High School. Okay. Graduated from Hollywood High School, then went to New York. Okay. Yeah, so... Just, just fascinating. The Carol Burnett show. Yeah, I mean, classic stuff. Classic stuff. But you know, the thing that really kind of sears in my mind is Mama's Family. Uh huh. That whole that. I mean, you talk about a skit that did well. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what it spawned t- its own TV show that ran for several seasons. I, I rewatched direct to syndication, weren't they? Maybe oh, not at first, but yeah. yeah. But I remember I I watched the a bit from where they were doing a Mama's Family skit on the Carol Burnett show, and Tim Conway does his elephant yeah. joke. Yeah. No one could stay. Oh in yeah, character. that's hilarious. They're just dying. Yeah, they're it's so dying. funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Unlike this podcast at times, so we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully we'll have Jay next week. If not, we may be auditioning for additional hosts. We'll see you then.